Hello, and welcome to the Patterson Perspective. I'm Noah. And I'm Levi. Today, we want to talk about some, uh, oh, basically secret friendliness. I don't know, what's the correct term for that? Like, I guess just, like, Christians trying to, I guess, fit the gospel into things in order to make people like it more. In our make day. the gospel less offensive. Seem yeah. more hip and trendy. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the one way to put it. Yeah. But anyway. Levi, tell us what you like. Let me do my yawn first. Okay. Let's finish him up by yawn. Even though today we are doing a little bit earlier. We are. It's like 8 p.m. It's 8.30. 8.29. And yeah. yeah. On Saturday. Also, I just want to say, first of all, before I say what I like, this is our 25th episode. That's right. You should insert a little jingle right here in celebration. I'd have to find a jingle. Maybe you'll find one. Well, you can put one in there. Anyways, I like mangoes. Mangoes, okay. Mangoes are delicious. Be more specific. The fruit. (laughs) But... In Honduras, a lot of people eat the sour mangoes. I like the sour, like, unripe unripe green mangoes. You put a little bit of vinegar in there, some salt, some, like, some some spices. Gross. So good. Gross. That's really good, but I also really like ripe mangoes, too. Mangoes in general are good. Ripe mangoes, I I think, are really, really good, but the sour ones are just, ugh. Yep. And they give a lot of people burns. Well, people people, are stupid. A lot of people are actually (laughs) allergic to mangoes. People that don't know what they're doing. It's more when they're sour or the sap from the tree. It's people that can't handle it. They can't handle it, bro. Isaiah is allergic to mangoes. I think he can have, like, ripe when they're No, he's only allergic to the tree sap. Oh, yeah. Like, if he climbs a mango tree, he'll, like, break out in hives and all that. I don't know why I'm yawning so much. Anyways. Yeah, dude, wake up. <laughs> the mango... I just had coffee. The mango trees... Um, I'm actually going to go get more coffee after this. <laughs> I have to work on my paper. I need to grind on that paper tonight. Yeah. Like, But anyways. Me too. The mango trees in Honduras are actually really cool to climb. So if you ever have, find a mango tree, go they climb. Are, they're good for climbing. Good for climbing. But, yeah. Anyways, You just have to be though. careful. Anyways, on topic... What did you see recently, Noah, on Instagram? Okay, so I I posted this to Instagram. I think the ad... Maybe I got the... Oh, I think I got the ad through Facebook. Okay. Anyways, got this ad on Facebook. And I, I've seen the show The Office. And, and I, I do enjoy it. I don't really... when Since, you know, rewatching it now, I kind of think like, oh, there's, there's a lot of stuff that I really don't appreciate about it. Um, but I I have enjoyed it. And so that kind of caught my eye. I see this ad for The Office, and the person who's posting the ad is, like, think Christian or something like that. I was like, okay, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. So I look at it, and it's this uh, basically, like, a series of articles that they'll give you for free if you give them your email. Yeah. And it's theology through The Office. So they, I think, if I understood it correctly... They take six different episodes, and they have an uh, an article in each episode, and they kind of break down the episode and show the theology that you can find in the episode, which 
by the way, guys, if you don't know what theology is, don't feel bad. I know that's a term that a lot of people just throw around. Basically, theology, you know, theo uh, is God, and then ology is, or logy. It's the study of God. No, but I'm trying to break it down into two words that it is. Don't try to get into Greek if you don't know what you're talking about. Isn't it study? The last part of it means study? Yes, And the first part is God. And so basically it's it's the study of God or the study of the nature of God. Yes. Um that's what it literally literally means. However, it's saying that you can find that you can study theology by watching an NBC show called The Office, which is very uh immoral. This reminds me of a worldview paper I did in Bethlehem when I was oh, really? writing about the beauty and the beast. And I and like I really stretched it and argued that you could get that um that you could get the gospel out of the beauty and the beast. I mean you can stretch a lot of things. <laughs> and I think there's definitely I think there's definitely um wisdom in, in like seeing examples there, you know, Jesus would look around and use illustrations. Yeah. He used a lot of illustrations and I think illustrations are really important and I'm yeah. learning about illustrations in my CCEF class. And the importance of them and how they're helpful. Da, 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 like the da. prodigal son. Yeah, exactly. So I think that there can be um, some wisdom. And I, I see the point of using them as an illustration. Mm-hmm. I don't see sitting down watching an episode of The Office to study theology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I... I agree. Like we, we should be. Able, we, there are examples that we can see in life, of like, man, like I see God in that, or I see Jesus mm-hmm. in that. I, I can see a picture of the gospel in that. Mm-hmm. Um, even like people around us. Most of all, I think like like our parents. I would say that they've been an example mm-hmm. of the gospel and of like Christ-like love and right. forgiveness and patience. Um, but I think when it's different when you are presenting something specifically, and you're like. You know, you can study theology to this, mm-hmm. or, like, you can, like, I don't think a church, especially a church, should, like, sit down and be like, hey, let's turn on The Office so we can Yeah, let's, show... let's do a sermon series on The Office. Like, yeah. Why, why do people feel like they have to, especially a lot of churches, they have to be trendy, they have mm-hmm. to be with it and cool mm-hmm. and seeker-friendly, which, which is basically trying to attract unbelievers, yeah. typically a younger generation believers. Well, yeah, like... Uh, so, and so you try to become more like the world so that you seem more interesting. Yeah, like, I, I, like the, I've been to a church... I've been to churches before where, like, um, they kind of make it... try to seem like a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll give everyone, everyone popcorn, like, to have during the service. And it's, like, movie theater-type seats and, like dim lights and then like whenever the worship team comes on it's like all lights and flashy and like mm-hmm. it almost makes like seem like a movie theater or a concert or not something that the like seat, that. i don't know the seats might be a little it might be getting a little too picky there a maybe i just have different kinds of maybe seats, i am but, yeah. but like i've just been to churches where they really like you can tell like obviously that they're really trying to accommodate to the culture right. and um or like sometimes like where they're willing to give up a lot of christian values so that they can bring in more people. The church should never be about numbers. Yeah. That's where people go wrong is when they're mm-hmm. um when they're trying to get more people. I mean obviously you want more people to be coming in, 
But you need to be feeding your flock. God has given you a flock, right? Yeah. That's that's yeah. your church body, your local yeah. church body. Feed that local church body, yeah. okay? God will take care of the rest. Obviously, you need to be sharing the gospel. Yeah. But I don't think you're really sharing the gospel by saying, hey, let's let's watch The Office. Or accommodating the culture. Da 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 da. Yeah, it's accommodating the culture. Yeah, like you don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, we're different. We're set apart. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, we shouldn't. Yeah, just like you're saying, like even Paul, so many times, in uh, his letters, he's always talking about you know. I mean, I have Romans one tw- one sixteen pulled up right here. For mm-hmm. I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and then also to the Greek. I always think of like the Shylin song. When you, when I read that, I don't remember which one. Oh, you don't? Okay, go ahead. But anyways, just like we shouldn't be ashamed of the gospel. We shouldn't feel like we have to change it or mold it or put it inside of like mm-hmm. our culture today, mm-hmm. just to uh, get people to like it. Because exactly. we shouldn't change the gospel at all. The gospel is what the gospel is. You know, or, it's like we are sinners. Right. And we sh- we can't, like, try to paint that pretty, because that's not pretty. <laughs> and a lot of times, they're not necessarily changing the gospel. I mean, there are instances of churches or people trying to change the gospel. Most of the time, though, I find that it's avoiding the gospel. Mm-hmm. And they're just really surface. God is love. You know, Jesus is love. He loves you. Mr. Smiley down in Texas. Yeah. So, um, I think that it's just, it's, it's not helpful. It's not, it's not real. Yeah. You know, life sucks sometimes. <laughs> yep. And just like, like. We haven't said love and positivity in a long time. Yeah. And I was just about to say like, <laughs> yes, we are focused on love and positivity here, but. Love and positivity. Yeah. But life isn't all love and positivity. No, it's not. You know, and. If life was all love and positivity, then we wouldn't need the gospel. If life was perfect and everybody loved each other and there like was no like sin, everything was just perfect. Yeah, and, and there was no, no sin. sin in the world, then we wouldn't need the gospel. But that's right, not, because the gospel wouldn't exist because the gospel is Jesus coming to save us. I mean, yeah. there's a lot more to it, right? Because Obviously. we sinned. But we were born sinners and we've lived we've done nothing but sin our whole lives. Mhm. You know? Like, that's that's just how it is. And, like, our nature from birth, from conception, is a sinful nature. And that's what the gospel is all about. Because Jesus came to earth, lived Mm -hmm. a perfect life. The Mm -hmm. only person ever to live a completely perfect life. And he died on the cross. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, And that's beautiful. But... It's beautiful that Christ came and did that for us. Like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But the gospel isn't all beautiful because it's because of our sin that the gospel exists, you know? Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, we shouldn't be ashamed of it. Like, this is something that we need to embrace, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And why would we try to hide that? Why would we try to um, hide most of it in the corner? Mm Mm-hmm. Why do we not want to talk about our sin? Because when we talk about our sin, we can also talk about grace. Yeah. And it's exactly. and then if we talk about our sin, we can correct it. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're not just going to say, no, no. 
everything's good. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't have any sin. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to go there because that makes me feel sad. Mm-hmm. You know? No, no, no. We need to address our sin. We need to be unashamed of the gospel. Yeah. And it's going to offend people. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've talked to some people where they've told me like, yeah, like, I don't have to think about my sin. I don't have to dwell on my sin. I don't have to, like, yeah. I just don't have to focus on my sin because Jesus already paid for it. And he mm-hmm. wants me to be happy, and he wants that. Like, and you know, that's what, like, prosperity gospel, like, mm-hmm. Joel Osteen, you know, like, he just says, like, you know, God wants you to be happy. Yeah. God wants you to live your best life. Yeah, and best life now. You yeah, know, you follow know, God and exactly. just trust in him, and you're going to exactly. smile all day exactly. long. <laughs> no, but, like, no, that's not true, because God wants us to see our sins. Because mm-hmm. if we don't see our sins, like you said, like, if we're not seeing our sins, if we're not, if we're not, um, if we're not actually, like, recognizing our sins... Like yes, that's true. Christ did pay for our sins, mm-hmm. but if, if if we're in Him, you know. Mm-hmm. But if we if um if we're not recognizing our sins as we live life, we're never gonna be able to fully understand God's love. We're never gonna be able to fully understand God's mercy or and, grace. And we're supposed to desire to be more like Him. And how exactly. can we do that if we don't want to see our sin and exactly. address it? Exactly. We need to be addressing exactly. our sin. If yeah, exactly like if I if I believed like oh yeah like I don't need to care about my sin because I know God already covered it, mm-hmm. then I could live. In the same sin every single day, mm-hmm. and not not even trying to acknowledge it, not trying to care about it, right? And I would never grow. I would stay the same, like just same shallow believer, my whole life, mm-hmm. never growing in sanctification. Because a big part of being a, a believer is growing in sanctification, which means mm-hmm. sanctification means growing in Christ's likeness. You know, mm-hmm. growing in holiness, and uh, righteousness every single day. And if you're not doing that as a believer then there's something seriously wrong. Which, by the way, there's two different kinds of sanctification. There's the sanctification that you have, or you, you can't break it up into two different kinds. There's a sanctification when, you're first, when you first become a believer, mm-hmm. right? You're sanctified. Yeah. But there's progressive sanctification, which is yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. where you're constantly being sanctified. You're constantly mm-hmm. becoming more like Christ. Yeah. Uh, so and then you, there's glorification growing. when you get to heaven. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, (laughs) don't try to make, don't try to get away from focusing on serious things. Don't try to get away from focusing on sin. Mm -hmm. Um, And as far as, like, going, as far as, like, being bold in the gospel goes, I know that that's something I've really been trying to grow in recently because, Mm -hmm. um, I noticed last year it was so easy for me to just stay in my little bubble of Christian friends. And I just thought mm-hmm. life was great. I mean, I'm going to a Christian college, learning all about theology, learning about the Bible. I got all my Christian friends and I'm growing and, and I'm being sanctified every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in my bubble and I wasn't getting out and, and telling people about the gospel. You know, mm-hmm. like we have the greatest news in the world ever in all the world world's history. And if we're keeping it to ourselves, then we're doing something wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's just something that's been, that I've been really convicted of recently. Um, but it's hard because so often I want to say something, but it's like, there's something in me holding me back, you know, like mm-hmm. that's like scared, like, oh, what are they going to think of me? What are they going to think of me? But no, like we can't be ashamed of the gospel. Right. And I think that that's where like these churches that are secret friendly, like, and these people, like, that's where I think they, they, they fall short. Because they're like, mm-hmm. how can I share the gospel without 
making myself feel uncomfortable or mm-hmm. making myself look weird or which is hard to do you know like they're trying to make themselves it's... fit and like be accepted while sharing the gospel i think that's what's more if that's a lot of times more natural for people mm-hmm. because they are ashamed of the gospel yeah um i think it's important for us to constantly be reminding ourselves that we should not be ashamed of the gospel yeah, exactly. otherwise that's what we slip into Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we talk just a little bit about what the gospel is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I've talked a lot, so you go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, mean, I think basically, in, in a nutshell, because we've got a few, just a few minutes left, um, gospel is we are supposed to be perfect in order to... Because God is perfect. We're sinners, though, and so we can't have a relationship with him, mm-hmm. which is very unfortunate, and that basically means going to hell. Yeah, well, we can't. We also want to explain how that happened. I mean, God created the world perfect. Right. We sinned, Adam yeah. and Eve, mm-hmm. and you know the fall. And so um, we're inherently sinful. Exactly. So, basically, we can't become perfect. We can't save ourselves. There's nothing that we can do, and you, you see this in the Bible. There's nothing that we can do mm-hmm. to become perfect or save ourselves. Uh, if that was if we could do something to save ourselves, then why did Jesus come? Exactly. Right? Jesus came mm-hmm. for a reason. Jesus didn't come and say, here, I'm, I'm going to come and, and and save you, but you mm-hmm. guys have to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. There right? Had, yeah. I mean, in order to pay for our sins, there had to be a sacrifice. There had to be a and sacrifice. Because the, the, the penalty of sin is death. Exactly. And And you see that before the New Testament, before Jesus came and died on the cross, Mm-hmm. What are the Christians had, or I guess they weren't called Christians. Believers. But what did the believers had to do? They had to, um, they had to get their best lamb, mm-hmm. and they had to sacrifice it. They yeah. had to make sacrifices for their sins. But they were even then they were looking forward. Yeah, exactly to right? Christ. They were looking forward to mm-hmm. Christ. It wasn't just yep. you kill this lamb and and that's that. Yeah, exactly. It w- if it was just a lamb, if they were just believing mm-hmm. that this lamb was going to save their save themselves, yeah. it wouldn't have done the anything. The lamb was a symbol. They weren't believing in the looking lamb. Looking forward to Christ. Yeah, they were yep. believing in Christ. They never yep. believed in the lamb. If they mm-hmm. believed in the lamb, their sins weren't forgiven. Yep. Yeah, and so they were looking forward to Christ, the hope that Christ would one day come and he would cover all those sins. Mm-hmm. You know, and when Christ did do that, eventually he did come and he died and on the cross, he paid and he covered all the sins. He took on the full wrath of God. And I don't think people really mm-hmm. realize that. Like, especially, like, even me. Like, I don't. it's so often that I realize that I don't actually stop and think, like, wow, like, Jesus didn't just pay for all of my sins that I, I've ever committed and ever will commit. He mm-hmm. did that for every single person throughout mm-hmm. all of history. Yeah. All time. And took on the full wrath of God. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that that we don't have to live in fear anymore you know right like those who are in christ will remain in christ for Mm -hmm. eternity right and will spend eternity with him yeah so basically yeah you 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 have faith in in jesus that you have to believe right believe in god that he's real Mm -hmm. and that jesus came to earth Mm -hmm. have faith in him to to save you from your sins uh i think that's the biggest thing and um yeah like i said you know kind of thinking back to the old testament like it wasn't you know slaughter the lamb plus something else it was never this and something else 
Yeah. So, that, I mean, it's the same with today. You know, and, you know, they were looking forward to Christ, and now we're looking back towards, mm-hmm. or back to uh, Christ's sacrifice. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's the same principle. It's not Christ and something else. Yeah, exactly. It's just Christ. And, um, and I think that that's something that's definitely important, because we so easily try to, we, we easily tend to fall into these kind of ditches where we try to uh, yeah it's super easy please god by doing good works or like make us more acceptable in god's eyes mm-hmm. but that's not true like as soon as like i mean yes you we do want to try to um live a life that's pleasing to god you know right live a life exactly. according to the bible definitely but because we love him it's out of love it's exactly not out of trying to earn his exactly favor. because when you're in christ you already have his full favor he already loves you to the full extent that he possibly the, can. The father loves you just as much as he loves the son. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you, you, he, he's not like, oh, I, I, I love Jesus more than you, but you're both his kid, his children. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's not how God works. That's not how any family should work. So why would that be with God? Like, mm-hmm. he loves you. The father loves you just as much as he loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he's perfect. So he's not going to say, no. You know, Levi. You, I don't know. You you had a really bad attitude today on on when you. I love you a little bit less today. <laughs> Lo- love you a little bit less. You're just you're just not mm, no, not not feeling it today. You know, just just not feeling it. Try try again tomorrow. <laughs> if that was the case, then. Oh, we'd all be going to hell. We'd all be going. We'd all be going to hell. There's no way that we can earn his favor. Exactly. We are so terrible. Yep. That's how great God is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, amen to that. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna get off my, get off my little what is it called soapbox. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just encourage you guys. I think we've said it before in this podcast. We'll say it again. Like, if you haven't given your life to Christ, do that. And and if you think that there is any way that you can earn His favor just by doing good works, I really encourage you to, just come to realize like. Your good works will not get you to heaven. They will not. It's impossible. Good works are a result of loving God. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. Exactly. I mean, you, you see that in... No, I can't remember the verse. I should have prepared this. Mm-hmm. Um, some verse in the New Testament where it talks about good works being a result of your salvation. Mm-hmm. It's not... Your, your good works are part of your salvation. Mm-hmm. It's a result of your salvation, which means that you love God, so you're going to want to serve Him. Exactly. Yep. So... um. Yeah, faith, or sorry, works is a result of faith. It's, 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 the good works are a sign that you have faith, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really encourage you to put your faith in Christ. Yeah, and, uh, definitely. And reach out to us if you have any questions, yep. like always. I don't know if, I don't think I normally say that, but. Yep. Yeah, let us know if you have any episode ideas also. This one was an episode idea from Esteban Benitez. Is that his last name? Benitez? I can't remember right now. Sure. I don't know. He's the he's in Honduras. Is you that Julia him? Rana's yeah. boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think... think we've ever met in person, but we follow each other on Instagram. Yeah. And um. I posted this this article on Instagram. He's like, oh, you guys should do a, a, um, a podcast episode on this. Yeah. And yep. I'm passionate about this kind of stuff. That's cool. As you guys can probably tell. Yep. This is our 25th episode. Did we say that already? I already did, but yes, 25th episode. Insert insert jingle here. Again? Okay. Yes. Um, But, um, 
Yeah. It's um, crazy, because did you think that we were going to be going this long? Did you even... I, I don't know. I, I had zero expectations. I didn't know what was going to happen. Hey, we're going to get to 50. We're going to get to 50? We're going to get to 100. We're going to get to 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> How long would that take? No, I don't want to do the math. Never <laughs> I doubt we'll get to 1,000, though. I mean, there's only 52 weeks in a, in a year. Okay. That'd be a lot of years. <laughs> 20 years? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't claim to be good at math. but Yeah, n- we're, we're not good at math. <laughs> but um, that's pretty cool. That's exciting. Yeah. We have about 20 listeners. Yep. And you guys should get that going. <laughs> but uh, Share, like, subscribe. Um, yeah. So what is that on the... On Apple Podcasts, what you leave mean? a review. Oh, leave a review. And last thing, don't watch The Office. It's trash. It's <laughs> catch us next time here at the Patterson Perspective.